0: You are now listening to the M.A.S. show, the hottest sports broadcast on the planet. On today's show, Anthony Carter interviews AFC East lead writer for Bleach Report and Patriots beat writer for Boston.com, Eric Friends. Also rejoining us on the show is Indianapolis Colts beat writer Kevin Bowen with your host, Anthony Carter. Alright, thank you for listening to the M.A.S. show. This weekend, the Indianapolis Colts will visit the New England Patriots at Gillette Stadium. Colts coming off of that impressive win against the Chiefs last week. And Patriots, of course, had a bye week. Rejoining me on the show is Kevin Bowen of the Indianapolis Colts and new guest Eric Friends, who is the Patriots writer for Bleach Report and Boston.com. Good evening, guys. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, First off, Kevin... The big news that happened this week was the signing of former Patriots wide receiver Dion Branch. What was Chuck Pagano's response on the signing of film yesterday?
1: Well, I think Chuck kind of mentioned that Dion is a veteran presence in a young Colts receiver room that really has no one that's played the playoffs besides these last two years. Um and know Darius Hayward Bay going down. You kind of need an extra set of legs to practice. So not only did you sign Branch, you also brought up Josh Lenz, who's a receiver um, out of Iowa State from the practice squad. So to kind of add some you know fresh legs to practice, give yourself some look on the scout team. And from an intel standpoint, I do think um, Dion he might not tell you this, and he didn't tell uh, tell the media this today. But I think he is going to bring some stuff maybe behind the scenes that hopefully provide some insight on what Bill Belichick type type of defenses are looking to do. And and talking to T.Y. Hilton and to Rick Mm -hmm. Rogers, two of the younger Colts receivers, they said that Branch has been a huge help just from a tendency standpoint, you know, telling them what to look for from the secondary. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I think, expects to see a keep to leave opposite him pretty much the whole day on Saturday night. So I think from that standpoint, Branch has been able to help them, um, but even Dion said that he thought coming in at the Colts the Colt scouting department did a pretty good job in uh, prepping the team. So, he's I mean, just another veteran presence, and uh, if he's able to add a little insight, then it's kind of
0: the cherry on top. Right Now, Eric, do you think Dion Branch will perform well against his former team? I do not. I don't think Dion Branch is the kind of player that
2: really moves the needle. I mean, look, this is a guy who last year really couldn't run. I mean, he... Uh, he, he just didn't have the kind of season that we're used to seeing from him. And I mean, obviously he's built a reputation as being one of the better the veteran receivers, but um, and he's obviously been back with the team several times. I mean, he finished last year with 16 catches for 145 yards. And uh, let me say this, too, you know, given the, some of the concerns around the Patriots wide receivers uh, earlier in the season and the fact that they never really even contacted Deion Branch about coming back, I think that says a lot about what they felt like that so uh, i would really be surprised you know i i wouldn't be surprised to be seeing you know, like a 30 or 30 or 40 yard performance out of him three uh, four catches uh, i'm not i'm not thinking he's really the guy that's going to move the needle for them and and with respect to the uh to, to the idea that he might be providing some intel you know there there is some credence to that but i think that the amount of uh, of weight that we put on it, and Belichick said this today, I feel like it's way overrated. And if you look at it, I mean, the offense is totally different from what it was last year when they were running through Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski. Right. I mean, they, they don't even have either of those guys on the field this year. So a lot's changed since uh, Deion De- Branch has been with the Patriots, and I don't think he's really going to bring too much. But I do think that uh, given their injuries and what they suffered uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think it was a smart route to bring him in.
0: Right. Um, so Kevin, last week the Colts were down 38-10 uh, at the half to Kansas City. It came back in the second half at one forty-five 45 45-44. Do you think the, that the Colts can carry on the momentum he- heading into Foxboro? Yeah,
1: I think it kind of started late, late in the regular season as well. You're able to win your last three um, all by multiple possession games. you able to go to Kansas City, win a game in Week 16. It still meant a lot for both teams. Kansas City was still playing for a bye week. Uh, but you'd be kind of Naive at the same time, not to realize that the Colts had some major
0: problems there early on in the game, trying to stop the Chiefs' defense. Obviously, Alex right. Smith played arguably one of
1: the better games of his career for them for the first couple quarters, and that was really without Jamal uh, Charles got hurt on the sixth play of the right. game. The Colts definitely have their own issues to worry about from a defensive standpoint, and now you're going up against you know, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and the Patriots' rushing attack that is really nice. Isn't your father's Patriots in terms of there isn't Randy Moss and Welker or Gronk running around the Colts' secondary? Instead, it's going to be like oh, Blonde, Blount, uh, you know, Stephen Ridley, Shane Green on third down. So the Colts' defense that it's that is going to have to stop the run first and then force, you know, Brady, I think, that, you know, sort of some guys that I, you know, besides Edelman and uh, Amendola, I don't think too many weapons are out there compared to past Patriots' teams. But yeah, I think the Colts are riding high. You know, Ryan set up the game that he thinks, you know, the team at best. end. There have been some pretty crazy comebacks
0: for this team ever since Reggie Wayne went down mm-hmm. Three and they have beaten some very good teams this year and done that on the road,
1: beating the Chiefs by a couple scores and going to going to San Francisco earlier in the year, beating them by a couple scores. So I don't think they uh cool to be, you know, intimidated by any means or afraid of, you know, the uh the Patriots, but they obviously realize the task at hand is, is great, and uh, something about Brady the playoffs. that just seems to bring
0: out the best in them. Right. Now, Eric, do you think slowing the Colts' momentum down this weekend will be a problem for the Patriots, especially now that they place uh, linebacker Brandon Spikes on IR with a knee injury?
2: Well, I don't really think Brandon Spikes is the kind of player that you, you really need for this game. I mean, when I look at the Colts, I see a team that at its heart wants they want to throw the ball. They don't want to get into a slug That I think, with regards to Trent Richardson, I mean, I would be surprised if anybody would call that trade anything but an abject failure to this point. So, I mean, and with Donald Brown, while well, he's been effective, he just hasn't gotten you know enough chances to really build momentum. I mean, he only even had 11 carries in that game against the Chiefs. And granted, they fell behind pretty early, but you know, you didn't really see them go to him all that often. I do feel like you know, if the Patriots really want to make this a slugfest, I feel like that's a situation that they could really favor from because I, you look at what they've been able to do over the past you know eight weeks or so. I mean, they've been running the ball with some of the best teams in the league. I mean, 137 yards per game average is you know one of the better averages up there. So I think you, know, you just look at what they've, uh, what they've been able to do, I mean, even without Stephen Ridley very much. I mean, it's, it's kind of taking a back seat to what they're left over the past and I feel like more specifically, I don't know what happened with him, but you know, there was early on in the season he was not running like this, and I, I feel like you know, actually we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and he mentioned that you know Belichick told him to you know coach him a little bit on lowering his pad level. So I feel like that might be something that uh, had a little bit of an effect on him. So and I feel like that's something that's really kind of popped out from him is that he just runs hard and he's hard to bring down. And I feel like the Colts defense, you know, they like to run. A lot of linebackers out there. They usually run when they're in nickel. They're in a, a four linebacker group. So
0: I feel like that leaves them a little bit lighter against the run and that leaves the Patriots with some opportunities. Right. And then remember the Patriots, uh, Gerard Mayo and Vince Wilfort went out too. So you would wonder if that would have an effect as well. Um, true. And I, and I do
2: think, though, that at this point, you know, they've been, they, they, they've been without those guys for now two solid months apiece, at least. And I mean, Wilfort went down in week four. So. Yeah, they are a little lighter against the run up front right now, and, and that's something where you know, they've kind of they've had to fight through that. They've had to overcome it at times. But I, uh, because of their past defense, they've been able to. But, I mean, recently, you know, they've been banged up in
0: the secondary, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Right. Um, so we have a few questions for the, uh, from the fans for both Kevin and um, Eric. Um, Kevin, Mark Myovic of, of Philadelphia X. Does Andrew Luck have the ability to mount the kind of comeback like he did against the Chiefs against the Patriots? Well, I don't think it's the ideal situation if you
1: beat yourself a 28-point hole you know, early in the third quarter, especially in that type of environment. I think that, that that's one of the biggest things. And Eric mentioned the Colts rushing attack. has definitely struggled this year. I think that you have to establish some, some semblance of it on Saturday night just to try to keep this Patriots defense on Hopefully keep the crowd out of it and, you know, allow yourself to have the balance that, that Hamilton is striving for. Um, Donald Brown has had games where he's been successful. As you said, obviously, he's struggled during the year. So I think the Colts will try to establish a, a rushing attack. The big question is can they do it? I know the Patriots are 30th against the run. You obviously mentioned that, the um, you know, the, the, really the major losses that they've had in the front, uh, front seven of their defense,
0: especially in the middle. So I think the Colts will try to uh, – the ground game going early because they don't have to go
1: up-tempo pretty much for the whole game like they did against Kansas City. But at the same time, I mean, Tom Brady's, I think, orchestrated, you know, right around a handful of fourth-quarter comebacks himself here this season, so um, doing it on the road I think will be a totally different animal for Andrew Luck, but the kid has been very, very impressive mm-hmm. um, really throughout his first 17 games or, you know, 34 games of his NFL career here, so this will kind of be the next step stepping stone for him. You know, can he go in a hostile environment in January and do something that really no quarterback has done? I think uh the uh the stat is that no number one pick has ever won two playoff
0: games mm-hmm. within their first two NFL seasons and luck has a chance to do that Saturday night Saturday night, albeit it'll be a pretty big task. Right, good point about that. Um, Eric, John Lowry of New Jersey X, will the Patriots use running back Shane Vereen a lot in the passing game? Um, will they? So, will they? Will
2: they? Um, yeah, I think that's a possibility. I mean, I, I think if, if they're going to go to him, it's probably going to be in the passing game. That's what we've seen, you know, already for the most part this season. So, um, I, I don't feel like they're going to suddenly, you know, put him in there on first and second down and ask him to run the ball between the tackle teams. Pretty much, he's had his test game to play outside when he gets to, you know, get out a one-on-one matchup with somebody on the perimeter, and, and I think, you know, if you look at the stats, he had 47 receptions, 44 rush attempts, right. so they clearly want to get him involved more in the passing game. Um, and It's been a little bit difficult for him over the past few weeks without Gronkowski. I feel like that was a really big element for them that helped Berlin a lot, because you would see at times, you know, he would be kind of a lesser factor for the defense. They would be focused so heavily on Gronkowski that you would see Vereen running free through the secondary. I don't think you're going to see that quite as much as we did earlier on in the season, but, um, but I do think that you know the Colts linebackers, like I was saying earlier, they like to put a lot of those guys out there, and I'm not sure that's a good matchup for Indy because you look at what Vereen's been able to do against linebackers, and usually that's where he's at his best. I mean, he's constantly, you know, he's running different kinds of routes to kind of throw linebackers off sometimes. So, uh, I think it'll be interesting, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get involved uh, a little bit later on in the game or in a, a third-out situation.
0: Right. Alright, so, Kevin, who's your pick, Patriots or Colts?
2: Um, it's hard to argue
1: against the Patriots, especially at home. you um, go with the Colts. if you kind of follow the. Ryan Grigson thinks that this is his team of destiny. Um, I go, with, you know, maybe a score of 24-20. Uh, I think the Colts are going to have to play the best game of, of really the whole season, which says a lot considering you beat Seattle, you beat Denver, obviously you sweat Kansas City, and were able to win in San Francisco. Um, but I, I think this New England team, considering all their injuries, which is a lot, they they probably have more significant injuries than the Colts. You consider Gronk and Wilfork and Mayo, and um, you know, obviously Spikes hasn't been as healthy. Recent weeks, but still, you're going to have some guys out there that really aren't used to this moment. Um, I think the Colts are just going to put it, put it all together. I think they will get some semblance of a run game established, which will alleviate a lot of pressure off of Col- Colts' line that has struggled at times during the year. And I think Andrew Luck will be pretty efficient. The weather forecast seems to be, you know, decent compared to what we saw in a lot of road environments last week. So um, the Colts 24-20, but again, I.
0: I think it's going to be a really good game, but I do think it'll be much, much closer than
2: the Vegas line indicates. All right. How about you, Eric? Yeah, I went with the Patriots 27 20. I just really do not see a way that the Colts can really pull this one out. I think that this is actually kind of a matchup that sets up perfectly for them because when you look at Indy on both sides of the ball, they're rather one dimensional. I mean, on defense, like I was saying earlier, they really can't stop the run, and the, uh, the pass defense, I mean, the, the rush at least. You know, really primarily comes from Mathis. And as long as they do a good job of locating Mathis before the snap, I mean, Belichick has earned a reputation for years for eliminating an opponent's best weapon and making them beat them other ways. Right. And I think, you know, uh, like I was saying, defensively it's Robert Mathis, offensively it's Q.I. Hilton. I feel like if they can mitigate what Q.I. Hilton does, if they can prevent him from getting deep on them, if they can keep him kind of boxed in, they're going to let him get his drag route receptions and, you know, take him for five yards. They don't want him to go vertical against them. So uh, I think it's going to be. I think they're going to try to grind it out, like I was saying earlier, with about the run defense. I think the Patriots want to slow this down a bit, take the air out of the ball a little bit, uh, play their style of game in their building. I think a lot of those factors kind of play together for the Patriots to pull this way
0: out twenty-seven twenty. You pick Patriots twenty-seven twenty. Like you say, your guys made uh, good points about um, um, uh, on the defense. So. I think I'm gonna pick Patriots 31 28. I think it's definitely gonna be a shootout. Um, like you said. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say before you go? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's definitely gonna be a really good game. I think if, you know, as long as it can live up to what well, we've lost three of the four wild card games this past week, and I think it'll definitely be a great environment in Foxborough, and I think.
0: Whoever wins this game representing AFC in cool. all right um, all right guys well you can follow these guys on Twitter for Eric Friends at Eric Friends and you can follow Kevin Bowen on Twitter at K Bowen Colts. thank you for listening to the MAS show